Welcome to Giving Your Best Life with Stephanie Jones, aka The Giving Gal. Former police officer, private investigator, professional organizer, who pivoted to the corporate world and then through giving 522 gifts, became an author and inspirational speaker. Need a little positivity and inspiration in your life? Grab a mug of your favorite drink and cozy up in a comfy chair and join Stephanie as she chats about giving your best life. In each episode, she shares intentional ways to give to yourself and others, how gratitude can lead to a healthier, happier, more content life, and tips to accomplish your goals. Let's jump into giving your best life. Hey friends, it's Stephanie here, also known as Giving Gal with episode number 75 with Giving Your Best Life. So friends, I just got back from a trip to North Carolina and South Carolina visiting one of my best friends since college. We shamelessly have not seen each other for six years. That's the longest we've ever gone. Um, and it was amazing. Time just flies. And we had talked about seeing each other. She had lived in Colorado. And it was just like, we were never intentional about trying to get something on the calendar to see each other. And finally, this year, it was like, enough is enough. And what I've learned over and over again about anything you want to do in your life. So whether it is giving to yourself, um, pursuing a goal, if it is giving, if it is even practicing gratitude, you have to be intentional. Intentional to make plans, intentional to take action, intentional to follow up. And finally, we just text back and forth, back and forth until we found a date that worked for both of us. And it even had to change a couple of times, just as you guys know, if you listen to the episode about chaos that I'm living in, still living in, but not as bad, things are getting better, is you have to be flexible, but you have to keep like, and during the process, just keep moving forward day after day. And so we finally got it on the calendar and I was able to fly to North Carolina where she lives, spend a couple of days there. And then we drove down to South Carolina where her in-laws have a house. And I will tell you, it's very interesting. I even said this to my friend, like old Stephanie versus new Stephanie. And it's really not new, new Stephanie, because new Stephanie's been around for a while. And, and you guys have heard me talk about kind of this busy life that I used to live. And I'm still busy, but really knowing when you need rest and being okay with putting yourself first. So I'll give you an example of, um, we had had a, a couple of kind of busy days when we were at her house in North Carolina and then we drove to South Carolina. And when we got to South Carolina, um, the house is actually on the water, but it's not like the beach with the waves and, and ocean. It's more of an inlet. And so you can still see it's really cool, the tide um, rising and the tide falling, is that, or the tides in and the tides out, I guess that's what it is. 
Anyways, so we took a drive over to the beach and went on a beautiful five-mile walk, and um, it was just really enjoyable, and, and we cooked dinner at home. Actually, no, that first night we got um, delivery, and the next day, my friend, like, we both slept in. It was nice. I encourage you, like, when you do vacations, really try to at least have a day or two that there's no plans that the alarm, you're not setting the alarm. You just get up whenever you get up and you do nothing that whole day. Now, if you would have told me this, gosh, five, six, 10 years ago, I don't know. I, if you would have told me I had to sit around all day on vacation and do nothing, I would have said, you're crazy. I actually would have said that would drive me crazy. Um, and my husband That's what he prefers to do on vacation, like just sit and do nothing. And I never understood how we could do it until I started having vacations where I did nothing. Nothing was planned. And what I realized is you even have to be intentional. I think anybody can train themselves to be a person who sits with their thoughts, who sits in the stillness, who sits and isn't busy, sits without being the busyness. Um, But you have to work towards it. It's a lot of work in the beginning. You want to fight. I feel like if you're a doer, you want to fight because you want to be doing stuff um, as opposed to just like sitting and being and truly letting your body, your mind, your soul like get really good rest. And so that next day, um, we had actually even set out on the deck. Uh, I took probably way too many books with me. I had my Bible. I had my prayer and gratitude journal um, that if you guys haven't bought it yet, I encourage you to do so at givinggal.com. Um, thank you notes to God. I I know I created this, but I feel like God gave it to me. And it's just something I so enjoy doing every day. Um but just having that. And then my friend's like, let's go for a paddle, which if you know me, I love kayaking. Like I can't think of a time that I've ever turned down going kayaking because I love it. And we sold our lake house, I don't know, a year or two ago. And so I used to kayak almost every weekend. And then since we've sold our lake house, I've only been a couple of times and So it's something that I miss and it's an activity that I love doing. And I was just like, no, I don't think I'm going to go paddling. And honestly, it was about making that decision to not be doing anything. Like I felt like my soul was craving a true rest, a true rest to not fill the time with an activity, to just read, to write, to sit. I can't tell you how I just enjoy a pace of nothing. Um, And I don't know if that makes sense to you, but the pace of nothing to me looks like sitting on a deck with book, with a journal, with a pen, like I said, with my Bible, but not even having to like be reading or be doing. 
It was writing a little bit, taking time to just look around, soak in the birds that were around, the birds that were flying in the air, the flowers that were around us, the breeze, what sounds was I hearing? And I found myself constantly pausing. So reading a chapter and then just pausing and soaking in and using all those senses. And what I found doing that is that I become creative. It kind of, it doesn't kind of, but because your mind's getting to rest, you start getting ideas. You start, um, I don't know, just restoring. Um, I start then taking notes. I, I wrote a couple of chapters for a book that I'm, um, I've been writing for two years. And it really, I had been stuck on that book for about two years and it was just like one after another, I got an idea for a little chapter, another idea for a chapter and was able, you know, it's just like the creative juices start flowing. So I encourage you, especially if you're a creative or you like to paint or draw or write music or journal or any of that stuff and you feel like you've lost your creative juices is I encourage you to really get still and soak in just everything around you without doing. And so my friend went paddling and I sat there and did nothing. And then um, we had lunch. We had a really good lunch. And then um, she wanted to go for a walk on the beach. And I just, again, said no, which is really, really hard, especially when you don't get much time. I mean, I hadn't seen that friend in six years. And I had a lot of, um, or I started to feel guilty, um, but... I have a blog post. I might've even done a a podcast on this. Like I don't do guilt anymore because I really didn't have anything to feel guilty about. And I had been running at a pretty hard pace leading up to this vacation. And I knew I would be running at a hard pace after this vacation. I mean, when I got home, I'm back into the house remodel. I mean, this morning we had water um, in one of the rooms in the basement and dealing with the plumber and working my full-time job. And I've got a speaking engagement on Wednesday. I've got, you know, four more coming up. Um, I've got books that I'm still trying to publish for this year. So it's just a lot going on. And I say that because even though I started to feel guilty that, oh, you should go paddling. Oh, you should go walk. I really did need a day of this vacation. And we had spent a ton of time together talking. Um, You know, even just the drive down, we had four hours in the car. And so I had to tell myself that it's not about the number of hours that you spend with somebody, but it's, you know, when you're with them. And, And that was the thing. I mean, we had even sat that morning and just had some really in-depth, heart-to-heart conversations. And if that would have been like all we did for our days together, like that would have been worth being down there. And so I challenge you too is when you're on vacations with family or if you do some stuff with friends is be okay with saying no. Be okay with putting yourself. This is part of giving your best life is giving your giving to yourself 
just as much as you're giving to others. And I think I was able to give a lot to my friend and even to her family. You know, when I was at her house for a couple of days, just making sure that I was engaging with her husband, um, engaging with her son and taking a lot of time to like read books with him and um, just stuff like that, that it's okay, you know, to take one day for yourself. So anyways, that's where I'm at right now is I have returned. I feel a little bit relaxed, but I could have used a couple more of those days of, of doing nothing, which will then, I don't, I don't like to use force, but I can't think of another word to use is like, I will need to start looking at my calendar. And this is one thing I challenge you to do is these vacations, these days off, these, this time for yourself doesn't just happen. You really have to be going back to that word I used in the beginning is intentional of making the time, putting yourself first, looking at the calendar, blocking it off, scheduling it. And, um, and then, you know, and this does not have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be getting on a plane and going somewhere. It may be going to a coffee shop by yourself for an hour. Maybe that's all you can work into your schedule. It may be going to a local park and taking a walk or sitting on a bench. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be extravagant. It could just be closing yourself in a room and, you know, with a good book or just sitting there thinking and praying and just spending some time with yourself. So um, I want to talk about one last thing, and I'm not going to dive too deep into this just because I don't really know what it looks like. But for a while, I really feel like God convicting me of stepping away from social media. And I've always used the excuse that I've got my business and I have to be present on social media, which that's what the world tells us. And um, I've also been, you know, seeing a lot of things of this world versus, um, you know, look beyond the the earthly things and kind of diving into what the Bible Bible tells us we should be focusing on versus what the world tells us we should be focusing on. And um, that was one thing as I was just sitting in the stillness, I, on that vacation, I was hardly on social media. I was hardly on my phone. Um, I tried to keep it in my room the whole time and just felt very convicted of taking a big step back from social media. And um, I, I don't know. I don't know what that looks like for me and my business. Um, but I just got to thinking, one is I don't know, and not that everything has to serve us, but right now with social media, I feel like the benefits do not outweigh um kind of all the cons that come with it and the time suck that it it really is. So I would love to hear your thoughts. Have you ever done a social media fast? Um, have you disconnected from social media? What were your thoughts? How did you feel? Um, I really don't have a fear of missing out. It's more of... Um, kind of this battle of, I do get, and I think you guys, um, many of you listen that to this podcast, we've connected on social media. We've met on social media. Um, you've told me, you know, it's encouraging stuff that I put out that, that you enjoy. And so I do think that's one way that I serve and, and give to you guys is being on social media. Um, 
but I'm trying to figure out if there's other ways that I can do this. One, through the podcast, two, through my newsletter that if you aren't subscribed to it, you can go to givinggal.com and you can subscribe to it there. So anyways, that's just something else that I'm thinking about and noodling around and I would love your thoughts. So uh, shoot me an email at stephanie at givinggal.com. And I hope today I shared with you Um, just a little bit about what my life looks like, how I'm intentional, how I give to myself and give you ideas um, or at least get you thinking of how you can give to yourself and then also start this conversation about the time that we spend on social media and how is it filling us up or is it not? Is it really depleting us? And um, these are the ways at the end of the day is how we get to giving our best life. Thank you so much for listening. We know your time is valuable and we're grateful you shared it with us. For more information about Stephanie, her books and speaking, head over to givinggal.com. And remember, there are many ways you can give back by subscribing to Giving Your Best Life, sharing this podcast, writing a review, and signing up for Stephanie's newsletter. We are grateful for you. Now go out and get to Giving Your Best Life.